your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Everybody and welcome to another edition of the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. Trent Conn and myself with you for the next two hours, talking local sports with you from noon to two Monday through Friday here on 1700 KBGG or your favorite listening device. We appreciate you uh, listening into the program, uh, whether you're doing it live or doing it via podcast fashion, uh, somewhat later on in your day. Uh, coming up on the program today is Wednesday. That means our first guest will will be David Kaplan. We will head over to Chicago. That's courtesy of our friends at heartlandflagpoles.com, heartlandflags.com. Uh, we appreciate uh, certainly their support, making it possible for us to uh, speak with the Cap Man each and every Wednesday at this time. Heartlandflags.com. You can check them out their store. They're on Southwest 9th uh, in Des Moines, or do what everybody does, and that's just check out their website. Uh, everything is there. Heartlandflags.com. We appreciate the support, and we'll talk to Cappy coming up here in about 20 minutes. Bill Bender from the Sporting News. He'll jump by in his regular slot at 1240 on a Wednesday. We will take a look back at last night's uh, college football playoff ranking show and the announcement that uh, that came out during the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, not a lot of change. Um, well, maybe maybe Bill will have a bit of opinion on that. Trent will chime in as well throughout the show on that. Uh, so Bill Bendel will be here from the Sporting News. He'll be at the SEC Championship. We'll get his thoughts on that as well. In the 1 o'clock hour, Randy Wehofer from the Iowa Cubs. A couple of, uh, actually three, uh, Cub legends going to be in town this weekend raising money for the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation. Fergie Jenkins will be here. Andre Dawson, the Hawk, will be here. And Lee Smith will all be in Des Moines. They'll be at Shields on Saturday at Principal Park on Sunday. More details coming up when Randy Wayhofer joins us at one twenty, And then Bama Bob, more college football conversation. Trent Condon, I have no problem when you're right. I really <laughs> and truly don't. As, as opposed to other partners that I've worked with over the years, yeah. where you want to get it right and you want them to be wrong. Um... I have no problem. I, I hoped you were wrong yesterday. Mm-hmm. You were right. Uh, Iowa is, boy, I don't know what they, where to start, Trent. Uh, honestly, let me just put this out there, and then I'll turn it over to you because um, you had you had the feel for this team going into it yesterday as opposed to where I had. I felt after the first 20 minutes that Iowa, and I sound like Dan McCartney winning, winning halves. Um, I thought I was Maybe the best team on the floor the first twenty minutes. It certainly didn't think that I didn't think there was as big of a disparity mm-hmm. in the talent in the first twenty minutes that there obviously was by the time that this thing mercifully came to its end. Yeah, it was uh, certainly a tale of two halves, and, and you're right at the first half, and that's where I kind of got that that bad feeling for the Hawks was, boy, it feels like they should be up eight when mm-hmm. they were up two. Yeah, it feels like you should have the lead at the half, and it's tied. Because they played well defensively. Yes. They were moving. Now, Virginia Tech's up-tempo. They're going to get up and down the floor. They're going to score. And they did so. And they did so. Repeatedly in the second half. But they were they were doing the things that you'd expect. Bohannon was hot from yeah. the outside. They they were playing the way that they had to. So I went back last night, and I rewatched the second half. And after calming down How a did you bit, do that? Ah, you know, I got a wife. I got a baby at home. Sometimes you just need a little alone time down yeah, in the okay. cave. Yeah, okay, right. Put them to bed. All right, let's let's rewatch this disaster one more time. And with the thirty second fast forward button on your TV, yep. you can get through things pretty quick. So I went through mostly the offensive possessions because the defense was atrocious. 
they weren't that bad. I, as I mean, three of twenty-eight at one point. I saw you tweet at one point during the second half that you, you were disappointed they weren't attacking more. Yes. Did you still after you watched it a second time? Did you still have that? They were tentative at times, but there were shots there. Bohannon had three shots. He normally makes open shots. Mm-hmm. Had a pull-up jumper. He makes that shot. Had a three in transition. He makes that shot. Cook had a couple just unlucky kind of bounces that went away. Rattled out three from both Bear and from Macy Daly. I mean, there were Pencils shots Pencils misses. Pencils misses. Now, those were in the first half, mm-hmm. and that's why they didn't have the lead. But mm-hmm. in the second half, as things were getting away, and it just looked like they were so out of sorts. They were, but it wasn't as bad as I initially thought. They just didn't hit shots. And and they're going to hit shots. Nicholas Bear hasn't played in a month. Right. How many he, minutes did he play last night? Uh, 22. 22. Two out of nine, one to five. Right. Right. That's going to come around. He's you not going to shoot 20% from three. This no, year. no, absolutely not. So you got that component. At least you hope not. Yeah, you know, if, that's, if that's the case, they are in trouble. Right. Uh, but you go through, you look at this. It's not as bad as I initially thought. It's bad. And defensively, this is going to be a continued issue for them. They don't have guards that can make stops. Yeah. Isaiah Moss, they're is guard short. They are. Mm-hmm. Mishi Daly, he's an. He had a disappointing night last yeah. night. And the missed dunk. Yeah, were you <laughs> still watching at that point? Yes. Oh no, I was there the whole time. You, you stayed absolutely. Well, the bitter end. It was what nine fifty five. I mean, it, it wasn't, wasn't one bad. Of those no, it wasn't, yeah. and, it, and it started on time too. Right. Yeah, it didn't drag. There wasn't no. a game. The game before it ended. And by the way, Tom Crean, who was on, he's pretty good, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is. I mean, that, that, that's a voice that uh, I'm going to tune in to watch basketball this year. And, mm-hmm. you know, if he's doing the color, I'm good with that. Yes, Because he teaches you some stuff. What would you think of Deb Antonelli? You know what? She wasn't bad. I didn't think so either. I, I'm with you. I, I mean, enjoyed I, her. She, she pointed out some, you know what? Yeah, that's a great point. I mm-hmm. found myself saying that a couple of times. The, the green line with uh, Bohemian. Yes, I really yes, like that. I did too. She was really good. Yeah. And I, I'd never seen her before. I have seen her a couple of times. In fact, I saw her do a game earlier this year, and I don't remember. I don't remember, but I have, I have maybe listened I've heard to her, her voice work. And just, I think it's Doris Burke. You know, it, right, right. It, it might have been very good in her own right. Oh, Doris Burke is yeah, unbelievably good. No, but Antonelli, I, yeah, Trent, um, I have no problem with no. none whatsoever. Yeah, I would take her over Dan Dockich any day of the week. See, I like Dockich. Yeah, just because he likes to stir things up. <laughs> yeah, he's a punk. No, I don't I don't disagree <laughs> with that point either. He is. But, I mean, I got a place for Dockich. But, no, Antonelli was great. I'd rather see him call him like SEC games. I, I just get him out of the Big Ten. Out of the Big Ten. Yeah, there's I, too I, many I, close connections. Sure, I get that point. Yeah, Indiana, that's, that's Michigan. Fair. When his sure. son was playing there, now his son's playing at. Uh, he transferred this year, and he was just involved. Ohio in the, State, right? And he's playing, and he played. Yeah, he played this week, and uh, the fan there was the, there was a student. Where did they play this week? Uh, they were out in Portland. Okay, so there was a student that got um, security had to go up because they were. Doc, it sucks, Doc, it sucks. And then at the very end of the chant was blank you, Dan Doc. Oh. <laughs> so they so they went away from, from Sonny Boy. Yeah, yeah. And they decided, you know what? Well, we're, we're on a roll here. Let's take a shot at Pops before the security gets to our seats. That's pretty good. And they did so, yeah. I like the latter part of it. Yeah. Right. I get a kick out of that. But, th- but that aside, yeah, Antonelli was good. Back to the Hawkeyes, though. I, I got this question a couple of times last night on Twitter. Can Can this be fixed? Can this team get turned around quick enough? Well, it starts Saturday. Well, where are they going to find a point guard yeah. between now and Saturday? Would you like to see Bohannon at the two? I would, and that's why when he committed. I, I called a couple of his games. He came over here and played a Waukee. Called a I remember that, yeah, early, yep, yep. The one in Waukee, he was awful. He was shut down by you know, a good 
CIML player, mm -hmm. kid that went on to play D3 basketball, mm -hmm. and he was completely shut down in that game. I never saw him as a point guard. Now, remember last season, what he's doing at the end of the year. Double-doubles. You know, he averaged, what, eight and a half assists over his last ten games. He can be at a high level, but that was also with Peter Jack running off his screens. Right. You would like to see another guy that can break people down more. Maybe Connor McCaffrey. You know, there was talk of them playing together and mm -hmm. with Bohannon being the two. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's an elixir that can help. But can you count on him? <sighs> not right away. Certainly not. January. Don't look now. Here comes the Big Ten this weekend. Yes. Penn State and Indiana. Right. Penn State's DC. Saturday, Monday. And right? Saturday, Monday? Yeah. yeah, Saturday, Monday. And then you're on the road mm -hmm. at Indiana. Though Indiana is not very good this year. No. You're on the road. Yeah, but you know what? I'm starting to wonder if I was any good. Yeah. Honestly, I yeah. really and truly am, Trent. I mean, and and here's the worst part about this game, and it's been pointed. I'm not. I'm, this isn't. This isn't a, a fresh take by any means. But last night, for me, because I find myself in that group, this was the first time really that we got to see Iowa yeah. play. Right? I mean, because, we had them we on here in the studio, but yeah, it's different. And, and I'm trying to look over my computer <laughs> right. to see your computer because right. you're the one that paid for the subscription. <laughs> um, but this is real. Last night was really the first time we got to see for ourselves. Because there was so much anticipation this yes. year for this program, yep. it, it there's no there's no doubt about it. Um, but man, I mean, Christian Williams leaving the program at the time, honestly, at the time, mm -hmm. did you think that it, that potentially was going to have this big an impact on seventeen eighteen as it may have? I didn't because I thought they were going to be in a better spot because I believe that Connor McCaffrey is going to be a better backup point guard mm -hmm. than he could be. But then Connor McCaffrey gets mono, and here we are. Mm -hmm. You're looking at a team that is now 4-3. and three. The Nicholas Bear injury, probably bigger than we anticipated, too. I mean, you kind of have a, a confluence of events here that has all come together, and, and you're left wondering, what's next for Iowa? If they don't turn it around quickly, you're looking at a losing record. You can lose either the next two at Hilton. <laughs> we, that it is. It doesn't matter how good and, Iowa State is. And, and here's the thing. I mean, that Cyhawk game trend. We knew it was coming in December, mm -hmm. right? Was it next a week from tomorrow? Right? Yes, a week from yeah. tomorrow. We knew it was coming. We thought, boy, they're they're going to take a pound of flesh on the Cyclones yeah. that that have had this series over the last few years, and this is going to be a little comeuppance when the Hawkeyes make their way to Hilton and lay one on them. Phew. Yeah, because I was blown leads the last two big leads the last two times in Hilton. Well, yeah, especially the the Utah game with the, <laughs> the yeah. yep, that George was... Niang made that photo very famous yep. and have a cup of coffee. And the one before that, you know, where it was Gasell missing free throws late in that game, that's right. Away, yes, they blew a lead in that one. That was probably probably the best played game that I can remember since going back to the LaFesta Roads. My mm -hmm. first gambling experience <laughs> was uh, that game. It's different now. And make a point spread right now. On that game? Yeah. That pillow fight, I mean? <laughs> um, I think Iowa State might be a slight favorite. I, I was thinking three and a half, four and a half, right in that range. And, and who would have thought that? Nobody. Especially nobody. when we saw Iowa State play UW-Milwaukee. And get beat by 18. Right. But and that but that was before, you know, again, we, we pulled the, the curtain rose last night for a lot of us on Hawkeye Hoops this year. And, right. and it wasn't pretty. Nope. We didn't like what we saw. I know nope. I didn't. It is a team. Tyler Cook was ridiculously good. Yeah. And it wasn't just the dunks. No, but those were, those were pretty spectacular. <laughs> they were pretty spectacular. But those two runners he had in the second yeah. half. Well, so, Trent, he was the only offense in yes. the second half for the longest time. But the way that he's rebounding, the, the other part, 
last year while they were missing a rim protector. He's becoming that guy. Yeah, well, he's built like a brick, you know what? Yes, and he's always had, obviously, the athletic ability. I, mean, uh-huh. I don't know if there's been an athlete like that in a Hawkeye uniform in a long time. Yeah, but you know what? Unfortunately, Doug Thomas, probably? Yeah, maybe. There was a lot of athletes like Cook uh, on the uh, Vatek bench last last yeah. night. I mean, yeah. they Iowa got out athleted. It yes. is how I came away from as much as anything. And they got guards and they got up and they down. They got the guards. Floor. The matchup, and you said it. You did not like the matchup. No. And you're right on the money. I, um, you know, I, I guess ironically thought that, you know, that this Iowa team was maybe going to live up to expectations and find a way last night. Yeah. Oof. So there's four teams, the big four. We'll have the big four classic in a few weeks. Drake is not an NCAA tournament team. No. But he's at the power rank, the four teams in our state right now? Iowa State, still don't think. I think the Big 12 is too tough. I no, really I do. do, too. I do, too. Yeah, I'm with you. Even if they get through this thing unscathed. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I, unlike you, you and I. Yeah, unlike you, I'm not sold that Kansas is going to win another one. Boy, they opened up a can on Toledo last night, but again, it's Toledo. They are playing at a high level. Yeah, they are. They are. Blake Newman looked like that year mm-hmm. off has done him well. And yeah, they still have Devontae Graham and yeah, Mahaluk and on and on. And yeah, on. we've been waiting for Mahaluk and it looks like he's here, right? Yeah. Uh, but the Big 12, one through seven, seven. really good. Yep. You're not finding road victories, and probably a few of those teams are going to come in and win at Hilton, too. So I would be shocked if that's not the case. So unless you're sweeping Oklahoma State, K-State, and 5-5 five, five more. Mm. So sledding. as we turn the calendar, as we will, in a couple of days here, to December 1st, uh-huh. as we head into December with one month of the basketball season behind us, who's the best team in the state? Nobody. We have to have one. I I would say you and I. That by an inch. Well, and you and I tonight, they have a huge matchup. They get UNLV. Think of, if, at their place. At their place. Yes. If you the McLeod, told me right. growing up that UNLV would be coming into <laughs> Cedar Falls. I, I thought that was cool, too. Yeah, I'm with you. Now, it's not UNLV of right. the 80s and 90s. But they've had some players. I they mean, wasn't, it was how many years ago? Three years ago, they had the number one player in the draft. Not that he deserved to be, but right. he was. Your Canadian brother. Yeah, absolutely. Anthony Bennett. Yep. But they're, gonna, they're good again. They're very talented. You and I still has an opportunity to put together a resume. Well, they get those kids from Finley, Finley Prep. Yes, that, that always helps, too. <laughs> that is in school. <laughs> it's a bus and a basketball. That's There's no are. school there. You can't find. I tried. I tried to find Finley Prep. When I lived in Vegas. It's a house. A house. Yeah. It's good living. <laughs> if you're a high school kid, right? Living in I Vegas. Guess. Playing hoops. But if you and I beats UNLV, they still have Xavier on the schedule. Now, these are huge ifs. Right. You win those, and you and run. who did Xavier pound yesterday? Baylor. Baylor, right. Yeah. Right, right. In the early game of the yeah. night, yes. Watched a little of that last Yeah, it was, it was good early, good. too, and then Xavier yeah. pulled away. If they do that, put together... 15-3 and three type of year. The MVC's got off to a really good start. No question. You and I could build a resume good enough because mm-hmm. they played Carolina, they played mm-hmm. Villanova, mm-hmm. they have wins against NC State and SMU, and those two wins where they could abs- absolutely, absolutely be a team on the bubble in without the even winning the MVC right, In the discussion. Right now, Iowa, it's tough They're to build a case. They're not a tournament team, Trent. Iowa State, it's They're still difficult to build team, a case. Trent. And Drake is Drake. Right. Got to say you and I. Mm-hmm. Now, tonight, they very well could be blown out. Right. UNLV's good. Here's the good news. We're not at December yet. Yep. 
I'm not sure that these take these either one of the two power five schools can take the, the necessary steps to become tournament because I don't know where McCaffrey's going to create a point guard if his kid doesn't get better very quickly. Mm-hmm. Iowa State's taking steps forward; they're building their confidence. You like to see that, but the Big Twelve is a beast, yes. a beast. Uh, we got to take a break. David Kaplan is coming up. HeartlandFlags.com makes it possible for us to talk to Cappy. We appreciate that. HeartlandFlags.com. Always free shipping. Isn't that the case, Trent Condon? Always free shipping. All your orders. Nothing better than that. I mean, Can't beat it. Yeah, you know, you get some things that you can get free shipping with orders over $100 and right. things like that. No asterisk beside that. No, absolutely not. Always free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Cappy coming up next. Bill Benner from the Sporting News. With Bill, we'll get into the college football playoff. Uh, Trent and I are here Monday through Friday, noon to 2, talking local sports with you. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. This is a test of the emergency. Everyone loves barbecue, especially award-winning barbecue. That's why Cute Smokehouse, the winners of TLC's Barbecue Pitmaster Season 2, opened up a place right here in town. Cute Smokehouse has daily specials, made-from-scratch sides, desserts, and, of course, excellent barbecue. Cute Smokehouse has got you covered whether you want eat-in, take-out, or catering for your upcoming party or special event. Open 11 to 8 Monday through Saturday and closed on Sunday. Find them at 245 East Hickman in Waukee, across from Dairy Queen, and online at cubesmokehouse.com. That's K-U-E-D smokehouse.com. Get here early, because when it's gone, it's gone. And make sure you get in on the Cued Smokehouse sweet deal. This Friday morning at 9, you'll be able to get $50 worth of Cued Smokehouse certificates for only $25. Yeah, you heard right. Get $50 worth of Cued Smokehouse certificates for only $25. This sweet deal is sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. The holidays are around the corner, a merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations. But it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one. 
you can help. Manda the Panda needs donations for its Cheer Box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's amandathepanda.org. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Bill Bender coming up in about 15 minutes or thereabouts. We'll talk to Bill Bender. He covers college football for the Sporting News. We'll go inside the college football playoff rankings and preview. He will be at the SEC Championship in Atlanta this week, Auburn and Georgia Part 2. Right now, Heartland Flags makes it possible for our next guest to join us at this time each and every week. We are grateful to Heartland Flags and grateful to Cappy that he finds time for us here in Des Moines. David Kaplan, how are you, buddy? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Doing fine. I'd like to be a part of the event that you're going to be at tonight. I've never been to the cut in Chicago. I'm a oh, Gibson's a guy, I guess, but uh, uh, I've heard nothing but good things about it. And you've got a couple of Blackhawks coming down tonight. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, Patrick Sharp and Brandon Saad, Pat Boyle and I live at Chicago Cut. It'll be on ESPN 1000 from 6 to 7, but it should be a lot of fun. It's just about sold out. Few seats left, and it will be packed, and it'll be great. Uh, yeah, that would be that would be a blast. Cap, let's uh, let's let's talk Cubs first and foremost. I know Trent is salivating here. He's got a lot of Trubisky stuff because he, he's a huge Bears fan, and Trubisky's his quarterback. Uh, so I'll save those for him. Let's talk baseball. And where I want to start with you is the Japanese player. Uh, that that uh, <laughs> he's great with a bat in his hand. He might be better when he's standing on the mound with a ball in his hand. Uh, you don't see too many guys that uh, of Otani's. I guess talent, uh, skill set. Are the Cubs a player for him, Cap? Do you think? Oh yeah, big time, big time. I talked to a vice president of a rival team, and I said, "Where's this kid going?" He said, "Look, all bets are off. He could end up doing anything. He's not motivated by money." He said, "You know, don't believe for one second that well, if Texas has three five, and the Yankees have three three, and this one has three two doesn't matter. He said he's going to make 20 to $30 million off the field in endorsements. Mm. That's how big he is. So he said it's not going to matter. He'll throw somewhere the Dodgers and the Cubs have 300 It doesn't matter. 
but he said the Cubs are definitely in there. He believes he'll end up in the American League because of the DH possibility. Okay. But he said, I can just tell you, he's Theo's great white whale, and he's chased this kid for a while, wanted him. So he believes the Cubs are one of seven teams that could get him. And when you throw around those numbers, Cap, you're talking about the international signing pool. Is that what you're talking about? Correct. And can you explain that? I mean, you only get a certain amount, and I know that teams actually trade for some of uh, another teams when they they might trade a player for you know a player to be named later, and some of the international signing pool, which is kind of something that's um, I mean it's not n- brand new. It's been around for a while, but it's kind of confusing to some people. Help us out. So you get a certain number of dollars each year that you can spend in international money, uh, and if you exceed what you have then the next year you're penalized. Well, the Cubs blew through their international signing money, and the way Theo explained it, if you're going to blow through it, don't blow through it by a dollar. Blow through it by, like, a few million. If you see guys out there that you like and you think are better than the class coming the next year, blow through it, deal with the penalty, Mm -hmm. and then you'll move forward. So that's what they did to replenish some of what's in their system. That's how they got Aloy Jimenez and... Gliber Torres, just to name a couple. So the Cubs, you know, are very aggressive internationally. Well, now this kid pops up. The Cubs, the Dodgers, some of them who have exceeded their allowed monies in the past only have the cap is three hundred grand. Where the Yankees are at three point, I don't know, five one, and the uh, Rangers are like three point five five. So it's close. But this kid, from all indications, it doesn't really matter. It's not a bidding war. It's not like, well, I'm going to go there because they can give me an extra five hundred grand. Right. No, because he's going to make his money off the field. So we haven't had much movement to this point. Any theory behind that cap? Why, as this hot stove, uh, well, maybe, I don't know, the pilot lights out? What's going on? Uh, well, you've got the winter meetings start on the 10th, and I think that's leading up to that. You'll see a few deals, and then I think you'll see a ton of deals get done right there. So, I wouldn't read too much into it. I think a lot of talks have been going on. Once a couple dominoes fall, whether that's today, tomorrow, or in three weeks, everything's going to start to fall. Do you have a gut feeling, Cap, what the Cubs' um, big splash will be, or will there be one? I think they're going to definitely try and land Alex Cobb. I think it's the Cubs and the Yankees are the top two for him. He's going to be expensive, but he's you know a very solid arm. And then they got to find one more. Now, do they get Shohei Otani? then that changes everything because you're going to try and clear some room for him in the outfield. He's going to want to play some in the outfield, so that would allow you to trade either a Schwarber or an Ian Happ or somebody like that. So we'll see what they end up doing. But if indeed they get Otani, they've added a number one starter, and then their offseason is wildly successful. One one more on baseball uh, regarding offseason and Schwarber. I I read an article, I think it was in The Athletic yesterday, Cap. I know you subscribe. I'm a huge fan. Uh, It's awesome. It's really good. Uh, Talking about Kyle Schwarber and what his plans are this offseason, he is bound and determined to completely change uh, his body type. He wants to prove to people, he, he thinks that if that happens, if he's able to do that, that he will become a better uh, better defensively, and that that's in the outfield. Uh, therefore, opening it up to maybe some National League teams, or I think if he could choose, he would you know uh, uh, find find more playing time with the Cubs. Your thoughts on Schwarber, what he's trying to do? If he can get his body into a better place athletically, thinner, quicker, 
and work as hard as he can on catching fly balls, they would love to keep him because they still believe in that bat. I'm just not sure if that's him, if he is ever going to be that guy, or is it something that is sustainable? That's the other question. Is it sustainable? If it's not sustainable, then they're going to look to move him sooner rather than later. Cap, from uh, the baseball talk over to football, not a whole lot to talk about with the Bears, at least in terms of positivity. Take us inside Mitchell Trubisky. What's happening? Maybe his worst game of his career against the Eagles. Statistically, I saw he had a 0.1 with the ESPN quarterback metric. Doesn't get much worse than that, Cappy. Can you put any lipstick on this pig right now? Hmm. You know, I've put a lot of time into watching the game pass and the all-22 film. And if you look, look, I can't defend. And the number two pick, he's open to criticism. It's fair to criticize him. But you also have to be honest, if you look at the film, guys are not getting open. His offensive line is not very good. The only place on the field offensively that I see them winning at the point of attack is Cody White here when he's at center. Kyle Long's playing on one foot and with one arm. So th- th- this is, you know, Mitchell is in a really, really tough spot. I freeze the tape and I'll look and go, not open, not open, not open, not open, check downs in a blocking position. There's nothing. So he throws it away, and everyone's like, but that guy's very inaccurate. Look, he, he's made some mistakes. You've got to get better players around him to give him a chance. You have to. Cap, I don't think John Fox is going to survive. Who does the fan base, if there is, is there one name that you hear more, more often than maybe another coach's name out there? There actually isn't. There is a great huh? question, but there is not. Uh, the fans just want a new coach. That's okay. it. They want, they want somebody else to come in here. And I think that that's a fait accompli. They're going to change right. coaches. We're going to find out what they end up doing. Is it Josh McDaniels? It's going to be somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Offensive coach is what you're saying. Somebody Correct. Oh, gotcha. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, one more on football, Cap, um, can you ever recall, regardless of sport, a, a, a an athlete who meant as much to a franchise that, I mean, look, Father Time, you can't outrun him, right? And now the latest to uh, to catch up with an athlete, uh, Father Time outrun you is Eli Manning. Uh, and the way that is going on with the Giants, I can't recall an uproar for a guy. Look, Eli Manning has not played well. I get it. Like the, like the Bears, the Giants have been banged up as well with their receivers, uh, one after another going down. If if the if the Giants would have gone to you know Davis Webb as opposed to to Geno Smith, who's proven time and time again he can't play, would that would that maybe have a piece of uh, the folks uh, the fans of the Giants? Because I can't recall a guy losing his job and an uproar that has ensued like that I've seen around Eli Manning this last twelve hours. Look, if they're trying to make sure that they are going to end up as best as they possibly can, two and fourteen or two and nine right now. Yep then they made the right decision because Eli's prepared. Eli was the first guy at the facility today, even though he's not starting. He's a quality teammate and an outstanding person. But if they truly want to get this thing tanked as far as they can, they made the right decision. I don't think they treated a franchise icon with any modicum of class. One more uh, on a different front. Let's jump over to a little college basketball here in our state, Iowa Many people believed the NCAA tournament team, but there was no doubt. Almost everybody had Northwestern as a tournament team. Another loss, this one to Georgia Tech. How concerned are you with this Northwestern squad? Uh, I watched that game last night. They battled and just didn't make shots. I'm not that concerned yet. 
They were on the road, tough environment. It was crowded. It was. They should have won the game. They broke down defensively on the last play, and two guys got caught out top on one guy. And next thing you know, there's a layup, and the ball game's over. I'm not concerned yet. They have a lot of talent, but they've got to start getting going. Mm. Last thing for me, Cap, uh, regarding the Bulls, Chris Dunn came out today and said that uh, he's grateful to Fred Hoiberg for lighting a fire under him and really coaching him hard, apparently. Uh, what a difference a year makes. That was a criticism last year. I think it was last year uh, that he's not hard enough on the players. Is is Hoiberg starting to realize that uh, even though these guys are pros, that sometimes they need a kick in the you-know-what? Yes, I think he is. I think you know, that much was made about that when Jimmy Butler said it last right. year, and everyone, whoa, what's he saying? But I think, yeah, that, that much ado was made about nothing. Guys need to be coached. They need to be coached hard. And I think, like players develop, coaches develop as well. Mm. Mirosic going to meet the media today. I saw him in, I think it was your retweet, uh, Portis and Mirosic uh, had a fist pump on the bench, if nothing else. Maybe that, that was an icebreaker, but uh, apparently he's going to meet the media today. Yeah, it sounds like he's going to talk, and he's not uh, going to travel with the team. But it, it, I don't know if it's going to be today, but it's going to be at some point here in the next few days. At, at some point, it's either we move past this right. or we don't, one or the other. Cap, great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, David Kaplan. Look forward to it. Have a great one. You too, buddy. David Kaplan, uh, ESPN 1000, NBC Sports Chicago. You can see him on TV. You can hear him on the radio. You can hear him on the radio here in Des Moines every Wednesday at 1220. He's brought to us by heartlandflags.com. Yes, thank you to Heartland and uh, Cyber Monday. Sounds like went very well. Oh, did it good. There. Excellent. Not so, surprised. Always good to hear. Uh, he was in Philly. Cappy was, yeah. Cappy was. Mm-hmm. So as I've reeled on Iowa and their non-conference scheduling, mm-hmm. one game I would love, and I would be on a plane to Philly. I've never even been to Philly before outside of a layover. I've only been to the airport. Yep. I would love to see with Fran and his Philly connections play somebody out of the big sense spot in the Palestra. Yes. Play Temple. Play Penn. I don't care who it is. Play LaSalle. But play in the Palestra. Yeah. I mean, Bob Ryan for years oh, talked about that venue. Raved about it. You got those roots. Do something fun. Do something That's a little excellent different. Excellent point. Why, the, why, I wonder why that hasn't happened up to this point. Well, if Fran would ever join us, we could ask him. <laughs> right. Fran, for whatever reason, I don't. I just. I don't think he likes me. I've requested many times. <laughs> no, why would he not like? I have no idea. <laughs> and maybe this still goes back to uh, Steve Alford, my his hatred of me. I don't know, but for whatever reason, that, get that, Kirk on, no problem. Yeah, no. That that Fran? that game would that would make a ton of sense. Yeah. Boy, he grew up in a tough neck. Can you imagine him? I mean, here's a guy that's you know playing those pickup games yeah. that he did with the competition he played against. He played and grew up in a tough, tough. You know, it's no wonder he's got the temperament yes. that he does. And to get the nickname in that neighborhood, White Magic, yeah, it's pretty good. No, what did you think good. of his tea last night? Uh I didn't love it. I normally I don't I don't get into the whole. That's mm-hmm. what you get with Fran, right? I have no problem with it. And how he resurrected this basketball program, I think, is overlooked at times. I don't think people realize how bad it was when he took the job over, but. That one. What was the marketing? Let's get mad again. Let's get mad again. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Got back to the tournament right. after the look lighter years. Yeah, it wasn't a great slogan. No. L- luckily, they have some better people. It sounds like working on things like that. But no, I didn't. I didn't love it. I didn't think it was quite the right time for it. Do you think it was? Do you think he had a point? I mean, it's hard to tell. It was hard to tell. It, I mean, it was, did, but it wasn't angle. that play. 
it wasn't that play. It was there were a ton of fouls on Iowa. Mm-hmm. There was nothing on the others. That that's what he was being, I think, annoyed with. Mm-hmm. That's what got the temper level up. And yeah, because the, uh, the 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 announcing crew at the beginning didn't uh, didn't realize didn't know what he was so upset about, mm-hmm. and then they came back from the break and they found the replay, and then they kind of put two and two together as to why he snapped the way he did. Or at least that's what they thought was behind it. It takes a while to, for Fran to build to that point. It wasn't just that just point. one occurrence. Yeah, yeah, probably so. We'll take a timeout. Bill Bender will be here inside the college football playoff rankings. We go next. Uh, Randy Wayhofer will join us at one twenty. He works for the Iowa Cubs. He's given up his play-by-play duty, Trent. Yeah. Uh, We'll talk to Randy. Not about, well, I'm sure that'll come up, but they've got uh, some baseball legends in Des Moines. Autograph opportunities. Fergie Jenkins, Andre Dawson, Lee Smith will be in Des Moines raising monies for the Diabetes Foundation. They'll be at Shields on Saturday. They'll be at Principal Park on Sunday. Randy Wehofer will tell us about that at 120. Bama Bob at 140. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. 1700 Are you looking for a solid career that offers great benefits with the time at home you desire? How about earning $70,000 a year plus starting from year one? If this sounds good, come join our growing team at ADM. We offer a complete benefits package including 401k, health, life, dental, and vision. And we even offer a pension plan. With ADM, you'll get paid vacation, personal days, and holidays. Oh, and don't forget $70,000 a year to start. Drivers must possess a Class A CDL with hazmat tanker and passport or be able to obtain a passport within the first 60 days of employment. Don't wait. Call ADM today at 515-265-8437. That's 515-265-8437 or visit us at adm.com forward slash careers. ADM requires successful completion of a pre-employment drug screening and background check. ADM is an equal opportunity employer for minorities, females, protected veterans, and individuals with a disability. I met someone. You hear it a lot from people on Match, because more people have met their someone on Match than any other dating app. Everyone wants to find that meaningful connection, and Match is not only number one in first, but second dates, too. Now here's a free offer for our listeners. Go to Match.com slash view for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search, view photos, and connect. This free offer is found at Match.com slash view. That's Match.com slash view. Match.com slash view. At Amazon, we've got everything you need for the perfect holiday get-together. From whining to dining to reclining together afterwards. 
and get free shipping on over 100 million items with eligible orders over $25 only at Amazon for all your entertaining and gifting needs. So whether it's a small family gathering or a whole house full, if you're hosting good times this holiday, visit Amazon. sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I taking you up until 2 o'clock this afternoon. More local sports on your drive home. More Trent Condon on your drive home. Him and Jimmy B, 4 until 6. Bill Bender's been gracious enough to join us uh, for the most part every single Wednesday uh, at this time to talk college football, and today is no different. Bill writes at the Sporting News and does so frequently. (laughs) I think he's got three or four different pieces of work already posted today at that fine website. Bill, Trent, and Ken in Des Moines. Thanks for coming on, Bill Bender. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Anytime. And yeah, thank you. know, it's that type of time of year where it's kind of I'm pretty busy. Yeah, no, no, I bet you are. Hey, before we um, get into the announcement from last night, um, your bowl projections have come out. They're guaranteed to be 100% accurate. <laughs> um, you've got Iowa in the pinstripe bowl against Virginia, which would make some sense. Iowa State against maybe the Willie Taggart list. Uh, Oregon Ducks uh, in Houston at the Texas Bowl. Both of those bowls make sense, Bill, and both of them seems to be on the uh, radar, at least in the state of Iowa. Uh, how did you uh, come to the, the to that conclusion? Well, you know, like the the spreadsheet starts to fill itself in now, and you're going to start seeing some teams um, accept bull bids in the very near future. So, yeah, I think that's one that makes sense um, for both schools, and uh, I think we'll continue to see those unfold but I, I think it's a nice bull for iowa state obviously with campbell taking the next step in the right direction and and iowa gets that pinstripe bull exposure that's pretty good for them too 
I, I like the New York game. I, I do. I mean, I I get that it's Yankee Stadium. It's not You're a football one of the few stadium. In the state. No, I know. There's the, the they they don't want to go there. They want to go to Nashville, uh, to the Music City Bowl. Uh, let's just start with the coaching uh, first and foremost. Bill uh, Jeff Brom apparently is now uh, on the precipice of signing a to become the Volunteers' next head coach. Tough for a coach to leave after one year. I thought he did a remarkable job at Purdue this year. This is a team. They've got the old Oaken bucket. They had the bucket last night at the basketball game. Apparently the football team walked in carrying the old bucket. Uh, tough to leave after one year, but um, at the end of the day, I mean, should we be surprised that, that Brahms uh, star is as high as it was and is going to jump when that opportunity presented itself? Yeah, I, I think so. And, you know, we'll see. I mean, there's, this is the Tennessee. I'm not going to believe anything with that coaching search until it's done. So, uh, you know, kind of following around here and uh, seeing some of the reports. So, he's a good coach, though. I mean, this for, for all the drama that Tennessee's gone through in the last week, I think that would be a good fit there. Obviously, an up-tempo offense, something they need. And, you know, as far as not feeling good about who you got, I mean, they should feel at least pretty good considering what everybody's been through in the past week. Uh, are you as sold uh, on Chip Kelly to UCLA as it seems every, myself included? I, I love the hire. Uh, I love the Pac-12 that he's back in the Pac-12. Uh, are you as sold that Chip Kelly's going to be able to, you know, come in there and within a couple of years uh, make UCLA relevant again and maybe finally knock off their in-city rival USC? Well, I think you know when this whole carousel's done, they've they've probably got the biggest home run. You know, they get a top ten coach, and when's the last time UCLA had a top 10 college football coach. It's probably been a long time. So um, maybe if ever. Um, so I think this is a huge hire for them. He can win in the Pac-12. It's interesting that he kind of you know, flirted with some SEC schools, but I like where he lands. And uh, I think, um, you know, other than maybe Jimbo going to A&M, I think it's the biggest shakeup of the coaching carousel. One uh, other interesting note, it felt for a while like Arizona State was just going to swoop in and get Kevin Sumlin. Yep. I got Hurt Edwards out there. Kevin Sumlin's a Purdue guy. Could he go home? I think that's the easiest connection you make if Brom goes. I mean, Purdue should go get Kevin Sumlin. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a Joe Tiller assistant coach. Mm-hmm. That, in my lifetime, Purdue's best football was played during the yep. Joe Tiller era. Yep. And if he could bring some of that back, I think they'd be in business. He's a good coach. He wins. And, uh, you know, that's an opportunity to really beef up the Big Ten West coaching ranks with uh, more to come with Nebraska. Uh, let, let's go to the rankings that came out last night, Bill. Uh, Bill Bender from the Sporting News is with us. Um, Scott Frost, Central uh, Central Florida team, they're unbeaten. But that was a hell of a football game. I don't know if you were able to see it or not, Bill, uh, this past week. It was as entertaining as uh, any of the Saturday afternoon games for my money. Um, with, with, with Central Florida on the outside looking in yet again, and uh, there's a lot of angst as to, you know, that they really haven't. I think they moved up one spot from 15 to 14, but it seemed like Clearly, they've plateaued, and this weekend's result will do uh, have very little meaning uh, on the final rankings that come out. Um, is this paving the way for a coach of that ilk that's in a group of five school that knows that you know no matter how good they are, how good they're perceived to be, they're never going to be invited to you know play with the big boys. Uh, in in the playoff as it's constructed now, uh, Scott Frost, you could could you understand why he seemingly it, it would be an upset now if he didn't take the Nebraska job? Well, absolutely, I think he, that's where he's headed. You know, he'll end up at Nebraska, and again, if Big Ten West West adds someone 
And uh, Scott Frost, that's a heck of an off season. That'll only further the coaching ranks in the conference. Those are upgrades in both both spots. Even though I do like Brom a lot, um, and yeah, I mean, it's, the larger issue is that you can go eleven and zero, be a highly entertaining, exciting team to watch. And yeah, I did sit and watch that game the other night, and still finish whatever. They, like they're behind a three loss Stanford team. That's what gets me. That's I think crazy. that's ridiculous. I agree. Bill, uh, we know that's the likely scenario is we'll never see a team from a mid-major league, if you will, make it into the, the top four spots. With that being said, is it time for them to reevaluate the group of five, doing something different, maybe breaking off and making their own kind of championship scenario? Does that make a, a lick of sense in your mind? Well, I think you have two decisions if you're a group of five school. You either, one, wait out an 18 playoff, which isn't a guarantee, I mean, and it could take a long time, so that doesn't help a school like UCF now or over the next two, three years. Or you go off and do your own thing, which I'm kind of a proponent of, and then you guys know I'm a Mac graduate, mm-hmm. so I mean, I have the choice between watching the Ohio Bobcats in the you know Dollar General Bowl versus a G5 semifinal against Fresno State. I'm taking the latter because mm-hmm. I think – it would generate excitement. And, you know, I've been to a lot of those G5 stadiums. I love Group of Five football, but the stadiums can be empty at times. Yeah. So I think it would generate excitement. I, I'm with you. Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Bill, uh, the country, I don't mean to speak for him, um, it seems to be sick of Alabama. They, they've had enough Alabama in this college football playoff, yet there they are sitting at five. They need some help. We know they don't play this weekend, so their resume is complete. What's Alabama's path into the playoff, uh, therefore uh, upsetting most of the college football uh, viewership? Well, I think it's um, Wisconsin lose or TCU win. If TCU, and they'll know about TCU early in the day. If Wisconsin loses, then you want Ohio State to win by, like, six and win ugly and be a horrible Big Ten championship game because I think that would give them maybe a little bit of an edge over Ohio State. I, I This is something I could not have pictured. You know, Ohio State and Alabama are two fan bases accustomed to getting what they want yep. all the time, and one of them's not going to get it. And uh, what do you guys think? I mean, I've been kind of asked this question a lot. I think – I think Alabama has a slight at, gets it by a nose if Ohio State wins. I can't get past the the Iowa loss, Bill. That that's where I'm at. And it's not like the loss was early in the season. It was the what first weekend in November, uh, and and they got blown out by thirty. I I just can't get past that. I'm with you. I think Alabama. If you're in your scenario, I think Alabama would get the nod and. You know, as, as Kirby Holcutt, uh, Reese Davis asked him that question last night. You know, if it does come down to Alabama and Ohio State, I mean, <laughs> the country, whoever gets in, they, they're not going to hear the end of it. You can't win, I think, was Reese Davis's point, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. The committee won't be able to win, Bill. Right, and that's the part of the reason in that loss to Iowa, and this is just pure speculation. This has nothing to do with metrics or strength of schedule or anything. I think some part of that decision that might get in some people's heads is if you take Ohio State this time, like you did last year, and they go play Clemson and get embarrassed again, mm-hmm. then what? And I think that hurts the Big Ten. Yeah. yeah. And, and look at Ohio State's resume last year was a whole lot shinier than, mm-hmm. than it is this year, let's be honest. Yeah, a lot more quality victories mm-hmm. in there on top of it. I think uh, I found out all I needed to know with Fresno State being ranked 
They're trying to position any way to keep Alabama in But there. they still got to win this weekend, though, don't they? They do. They They're do. Be but Boise. It, it's still, it, I think that showed me a little something. Fred knows the resume. Conspiracy theorists out there would yeah, agree with you. Pretty flimsy. You agree with that, Bill? Well, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a conspiracy guy. I just think that if the Chuck, the way I see the board right now, I think Oklahoma and Clemson, Oklahoma and the ACC champ are in, the SEC yep. champ's in, and I think the drama is going to come down to this Big Ten championship game. And, um, you know, what we do with Alabama. Now, if a TCU or a Miami wins, uh, even Georgia, that's going to increase the chaos factor. And it's going to be very interesting to see. This, I will say, in the four years of the college football playoff, this is the most intriguing conference championship weekend by far. Uh, no, no doubt about it. Are you, um, who do you, right now, who do you think the best team in the country is, Bill? Hmm. I think Auburn's playing the best. I do but I too. Think, I think Clemson's the best team. Do you? Okay. If Kelly Bryant stays upright, the way they run the football with mm-hmm. multiple backs and that defensive line is just. I mean, I'm doing all American stuff now. A couple of Iowa guys are in the running. I won't name names. I think you know who they are. Sure. But there are like I've got like four Clemson guys to pick from on the defensive line. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Now, Auburn's got a pretty good defensive line in their own right. Uh, we'll see if they're able to shut down George's running game again this week. You'll see it in person. I'm envious. We'll talk to you next Wednesday, Bill. Uh, travel safe to Atlanta. Enjoy the SEC championship. We will continue to read you as we always do at SportingNews.com. Thank you, Bill Bender. Hey, sounds good. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Bill Bender, SportingNews.com, as we talk college football with him. Uh, Stanford three lost behind, or ahead of Central Florida. That, yep. That's not right. They, they're just stuck. They're, they're just, stuck. They're stuck, and yep. nothing they can do is going to change it. No. I wish they would have got that Georgia Tech game. Yeah, and that was the cancellation game. Yep. That's why there's Wouldn't only have been a have. huge difference, but mm, they'd no. probably be, what, 10-11 maybe, maybe. with a win there, regardless. It's a good team. They were entertaining us. Uh, that that was a hell of a game this past Saturday. Scott I didn't mean to watch it start to finish, but when it started to get interesting, I think I probably saw most of the fourth quarter. Wow, that was fun. 0-12 oh, to 12-0 and oh in two in years. Two years, that's all it took. Uh, he's headed to Lincoln. There's no ifs, ands, yeah. or doubts about it. Trent Conlon, we'll talk to Sipple about that tomorrow. We will take a timeout. The 1 o'clock hour is coming up next. Trent Conlon and myself with you noon to 2, talking local sports on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Everyone loves barbecue, especially award-winning barbecue. That's why Cute Smokehouse, the winners of TLC's Barbecue Pitmaster Season 2, opened up a place right here in town. Cute Smokehouse has daily specials, made-from-scratch sides, desserts, and, of course, excellent barbecue. Cute Smokehouse has got you covered whether you want eat-in, take-out, or catering for your upcoming party or special event. Open 11 to 8 Monday through Saturday and closed on Sunday. Find them at 245 East Hickman in Joaquin, across from Dairy Queen, and online at cubesmokehouse.com. That's K-U-E-D smokehouse.com. Get here early, because when it's gone, it's gone. And make sure you get in on the Cued Smokehouse sweet deal. This Friday morning at 9, you'll be able to get $50 worth of Cued Smokehouse certificates for only $25. Yeah, you heard right. Get $50 worth of Cued Smokehouse certificates for only $25. This sweet deal is sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit beefy, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-276-1640. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-276-1640. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-276-1640. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou is like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-276-1640. 800-276-1640. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. This is Des Moines' home for news, sports, and a whole lot more. I like their news. 